0: Welcome to Crosstown Cardboard, a sports card podcast with two collectors from opposite sides of New York City. Craig and Carmine share sports card stories from the perspective of a teacher and broadcaster. This is Crosstown Cardboard. Welcome to Crosstown Cardboard episode 47, the John Lynch legendary safety on the Broncos number 47 that is. I'm Carmine at Carmine's Cards, the sports broadcaster down south in Clemson and Gamecock territory, and Craig is the high school math teacher in New York City, but he's from Long Island, and I guess it's a city term that we're going to use to uh, go with our episode. After deliberation, Craig, with you, myself, and your wife, we came up with relax or re-up question mark as far as our mentality Toward post-national dealings with cards. And I'm going to need you to explain the relax or re-up a little bit more. Okay. So relax is pretty self-explanatory.
1: We came off the biggest show in the world. There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of transactions. So you could take a victory lap or you can relax where maybe you take a break from the cards for a week. Or you could re-up. What do we mean by re-up? Well, per Urban Dictionary. Posted by Jesus on November 2nd, 2003. <laughs> re-up means to go out and replenish your drug supply. <laughs> Used in a sentence. We've only got a little bud left. We're about to go re-up. <laughs> now, obviously, obviously, this being a family-friendly program, we're not talking about drugs here. We're talking about cards. Yes. So is your approach after the biggest show in, of, of the universe to relax <laughs> and take a step back or to keep on going and re-up and buying more cards, and I think you and I have differed a little bit, so we're going to get into yes. it.
0: Yes, yes, well said, well said, and uh, really excited to talk about this, and a few other things um, that we've noticed some of our buddies in the Wolf Pack talking about, and uh, would just like to weigh in on too. So let's start it off, and it'll give away where I stand on my mentality after the National as far as relaxing or re-upping. Where do you stand and what are some of the things that you've done recently since the show just now, you know, only a week and a half later?
1: Well, right after the show, I, the show ended, well, I'm completely losing track of the days at this point, but the week we got back from Chicago. So for me, I went to Chicago Thursday, Friday. I had my wedding Saturday, Sunday. I was home on Monday and then I went to three different card shops, three consecutive days. So just a few days after National, I went to a card shop on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. Obviously, I have some new pickups. I did some buying online. And for me, it's just the fact that I am on summer. And even though I'm still working, it's obviously not my regular schedule. And I know once September hits, I'm not going to be able to be as active in cards as I normally am. So I said, you know what? I'm off. Let me have some fun. Let me go check out what the shops have. Keep this momentum from National going. So I have a slew of pickups in front of me. And within the pickups, I I coined a a new phrase that I'm going to use that we're going to get into as well. And uh, yeah, so uh, a wide variety of pickups, some stuff I'm going to keep, some stuff I'm going to use for trade, and we'll get into it.
0: That's great. And when you say your wedding, it's not, just to clarify for anybody who doesn't know, it's not you flying in day of your own wedding from the national to to get married. You were attending a friend's wedding. I just want to make that clear so people know you're a loving husband. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, can you
1: imagine anyone ever proposed that national? What a scene! What a scene that would be.
0: Yeah, that would yeah. be. What 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 booth do you think that would be at? Golden for the auction ring type of thing, or whatnot for the what surprise? Not? The surprise A lot fact. of noises
1: and stuff, celebrations. Yeah, I, yeah I'm but, getting like whatnot a, <laughs> from a national pr- wedding proposal.
0: The people celebrate by uh, acting like they pulled like a Trevor Lawrence one of one rookie. When she proposes, you know they, they like to go crazy. All right. All right. So what have you re-upped with? You had a fat stack of
1: cards that you showed me. I do have a fat stack of cards. So it started with I went to my neighborhood shop, cards and coffee powered by Bleaker Trading. I went – I have an amazing story to share as well. So I went uh, last Tuesday, just walked on in. The whole crew was there, Emily, yep. Chris, Aaron, Ben, my people – So it's like you're going in, you're home, you're with uh, you with your friends and your family. So I took everything that I had with me at National that I wasn't able to move, that wasn't part of my PC plan, and said, "I'm going to go trade this in for some stuff that I like." So, wow, my haul is my haul from that trade is I ended up with a 2022 Prism Messi in a silver PSA Mm -hmm.
0: nine. Now, are are these are these PC cards or just like cards you like more that you might move on from eventually?
1: Well, part of the whole, for me, the whole re-up plan was coming back from National, learning that I really feel comfortable in this soccer space, and if I want to keep going, I need new cards. I need more soccer cards just to have some skin in the game. So I always pick up the type of stuff where if I can't move it, I'm certainly not mad about having some uh, Messi Prism World Cup silvers in my collection. Okay. I also picked up a 2019 Topps Chrome Messi Speckle Refractor, and I'm actually
0: watching a similar auction end in eight seconds just to see where this comp Eight Wait. seconds. Are you sure you want to keep explaining that? Uh, oh, oh you're not bidding. You're not bidding on it. I'm you're not just bidding. I just comment. want
1: to see where the card ends up. Okay. I, I don't want this podcast
0: up. to get in the way of more. more <laughs> I
1: appreciate it. I also picked up a Clyde Drexler 2010 oh limited two-color patch out of 10.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I like this Clyde one. The to glide.
1: Yeah. I picked up a flawless Adam Vinatieri.
0: Oh, see, that's uh, uh, it's a dual patch with auto. What is that numbered out of? Numbered out of 15. 15, but the silver with the Colts uniform mm. really looks great. Two-color, game-worn,
1: obviously, uh-huh. on-card autograph, Adam Vinatieri. And part of this was the the new phrase that I like to coin, situational buying. Ah. What what does situational buying mean, Carmine? It means buying a card knowing you're going to be in a certain place or a certain venue. So I am going to a wedding in Indianapolis later this right. month. Right. So I bought this Colts Adam Vinatieri patch auto, knowing, hey, maybe I go to a shop there, maybe I could use this as trade bait.
0: And you actually, good time to talk about our national vlog that's coming out real quick because I remember you speaking with a card store <laughs> owner from Indianapolis at the national, and we have our vlog coming out. It might be out by the time this comes out. Ooh, nice. Uh, but if not, very soon. I'm I'm trying to make it good, and you know put in the time necessary that people will like to watch it so looking forward uh, to that definitely looking
1: forward to that and uh, that same card shop is the one i plan on visiting in indianapolis the indy card exchange yeah and then my last two pickups from my adventure at cards and coffee a carmelo piece of his sneaker actually that oh that's cooler i like that better like that i'm touching it there it is feels cool feels like rubber yeah and another one again a situational buy I'm going to be in Denver this weekend. My brother in law is a card collector like myself, so we're going to hit up some shops. So I picked up a 2014 National Treasures sticker autograph, numbered out of seven, John L.A.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Again, I know I'm going to Denver this weekend. I know I'm going to go to a shop. I'll be able to trade this, I would assume, into something that I actually really want.
0: What does that go for? Around 200. Yeah, that's a nice card for 200.
1: And it feels good to just have new stuff because I got rid of all my – anything I have left at this point is pretty much personal collection. So it's nice to re-up, have some fresh inventory in the mix.
0: Okay. Nice. All right. Well, as you can imagine, I'm on the other side. Uh, we turned this into a first take debate show style for this episode because I'm restarting. Oh, no. What am I? Relaxing. We're, we're, I, I, I'm I'm in relax mode. We went through so many title changes. I can't even. I know. You do seem nice keep, and relaxed though. Keep it straight. Thanks bro. Yeah. And good. the reason, yeah. the reason, the reason why is because I feel like I really went uh, crazy at, at the national a little bit, you know, with some of the pickups that I got. Uh, and also I used almost all my money that I, <laughs> that I've dedicated to cards. So obviously that's a major factor. Um, but I think if I was going to, once I take a little break from, you know, getting cards like the triple auto 1980 tops with bird, Dr. J and magic, the uh, considered by most people, the rookie card of magic and bird until their individual cards came out the next year. But and the, and the bird one of one patch auto. Um you know, those really stand above. And then I got the dual autograph with Bird and Magic. But I think these two, coming away with these two is really a reason to just take a deep breath. Spent, you know, like 3000 out there. Although traded a lot more, you know. Um, the cousins were talking about how, you know, I had about $10,000 worth of cards that I traded into for three cards and only spent 900 of cash. So that was good. I mean, I'm happy with how it turned out, but I feel like the emotional uh strain in a positive way, but also, you know, a heart pounding trying to get these deals done, trying to get a big card, you know, 5,000 or, you know, 3 to 4,000 on a card for me to have a card that valuable is a lot <laughs> is a lot for me. Of course. So it's uh i think a part of it when your emotions and your finances which are causing those emotions partially to be so tied up in these dealings and then also to negotiate make that happen and feel the the coolness the pride the you know pat yourself on the back that really went well feelings i don't feel like i need to jump into it you know, right back again. But, um, you know, and not that, and not that people don't feel good and jump right back in either. That's just my, you know, and I, and I need to sell stuff before I, you know, start to buy. I was going to ask
1: you, uh, if coming off such a high, you know, getting such big time cards and being around all of that, it's almost like coming down from such a high naturally, you're going to, you know, sometimes you have to feel a little bit down. So just in terms of, cards and stuff, do you feel right now like any sort of burnout or are you content with what you picked up? You're content with what you got and you, you recognize that you're still going to be a part of this card game. You just need to take a, a week to soak it all in and reflect and finish oh. editing our
0: vlog. R- right. Yes. Yes. And also, you know, I'm, I'm editing, I'm starting a new job, you know, just in like three weeks to a month here. Um, so those are all major factors in the in the general thing, but it's not like I'm burned out. It's more like I feel like I performed really well in the national championship game. And now I can take a couple months off, like a, a summer break before the semester starts again.
1: Right. Like when the Cavaliers won the championship, J.R. Smith partied for what? Oh.
0: Forever. Yes. Yes. So and, and by the way, he has a great I just finished watching it. Speaking of J.R. Smith, he has a great documentary on Amazon Prime about when he was uh, golfing mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's really deep and thoughtful and very interesting at an HBCU, you know, to have that pride in your culture and the traditions and everything. I thought it was really, yeah, definitely recently, a different side of him. Definitely. Recently, a, recently a college golfer. Right.
1: I feel like you need a little J.R. Smith in your PC. As as another uh, former college golfer yourself,
0: yeah, you know that's not a bad idea. I do like JR. I was actually thinking about that while watching it. I was like, could I do a JR. Smith PC? But don't you have that gold? You had that gold uh, JR. Smith the same year as my David Lee. Sold. Yeah, gone. Yeah, that could have been the start. I know. If it was in a Knicks uniform, I would have kept it, but it's not. (laughs) I got a different initial guy though, JJ Redick instead of Mm. JR. Different. You know what I mean? That's guy, my good friend JJ. Yeah. Uh, so actually,
1: so that was on uh, Tuesday is when I went to the card shop. And then Wednesday, I met a buddy of mine out on Long Island, Al, NYC mm-hmm. Hoops Collector on Instagram. He's the one that drove me to National last year. And he does grading, you know, like there's grading services and stuff. But he just kind of does it for close friends. So I told him the situation. The card I got from National, the Mbappe, the 2018 Prism Blue in a 9.5. And
0: someone gave me the advice. So that, that's now. the rookie. That's the rookie numbered out of one ninety nine, right? Yeah. Very
1: good. The color okay. match and everything, and it's in a BDS nine five. Great yeah. looking card. And someone who I was talking to at National said, you know, this is a pretty good chance at a crossover, um, a Jamal a Jamal Crawford type of crossover, if you will.
0: Oh, a J crossover.
1: Yeah. So I met Al out on Long Island. We got lunch. It was really nice. I gave him a couple lower end cards to grade. We went through the Mbappe, kind of talked about which service level we're going to send it in, uh, whether you're going to crack it or leave it as is. So he took care of the dirty work for me. The card is now on its way to PSA, and hopefully we get a nice little crossover
0: into a PSA you you, Right, because you were mentioning before that that's going to double the value, right? Exactly. So So, so if that does happen, of course. But did you crack it or did you leave it on?
1: Left it at, left it in uh, as a way to hedge myself because if I cracked it and graded it and it got a nine, I'm taking a big loss. Right. If I crack if I leave it as is and it doesn't cross and it stays as the nine five, I salvage myself a little bit. So there was definitely some uh, decision making that went into this one. But coincidentally enough, when I was walking to the train to Long Island, right past me walks the owner of Alex's MVP, which is the card shop, ten blocks from me. Okay. I just happened to pass him on the street, and we said hello. Um, I later I went into his shop the next day. That was my third local card shop of the week. But <laughs> what was fun was I got to meet you know, hobby and like cards. These crazy stories just kind of form. So me and Al uh, out on Long Island were getting lunch. I'm giving him my cards to grade, and he says, "Well, you want to hit up a local card shop?" I said, "Well, if we're here for the day, we might as well." So we went to Ans Sports Cards, which is in Westbury on Long Island a okay. was one of my childhood card shops growing up. I hadn't been there in about 13 years. The last time I was at this card shop, a Sports Cars in Westbury, was 2010. Summer going into freshman year of college. I was working a construction job, and I went to that card shop on my lunch break. I got a box of 2009 Bowman 48 basketball. I pulled a Magic Johnson autograph. I still have oh. it to the, still have it to this day. It was 13 years ago. That was the last time I we went to the shop, so it was awesome going in there just last week uh, in to Just look around a little bit.
0: Wow, what did that? What did that feel like? So many years, you know. You're talking now. I don't want to date you, but I mean, you know, 17 years later. Pretty, pretty. What, nuts, what, huh? what was that like to experience that?
1: It was nice talking to the owner because when I would go to the local card shop shows on Long Island, I would always get wax from the same guy, the owner of the shop, Seymour. Mm-hmm. So to see him, even though he didn't remember me, just to talk to him, reminisce a little bit, and obviously just look through some bargain bins was a great time. Yeah. Nice. So p- didn't pick up anything too crazy, but Alyssa Nair, who's the goalie of the U.S. Women's National Team, she's a stud. Allen and Ginter jersey card. Yeah, and she did. She did her job. She did. <laughs> she did her. She, job. she did her job. And in I just last, thought this, in this was last cool. Um, Lyle Collins, who's now on the Bengals, but he's a lineman. Nice, big, chunky, game-worn patch. Oh, game-worn, wow. Game-worn, I know. Out of 37, so yeah, just fun to pick up a few things here and there. Nothing too expensive.
0: Yeah, nice, bro. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's about the experience, not always making a big deal. So Definitely. got to hang out with a good hobby friend for the
1: day, get some lunch, go to a shop, give him some cards to grade. Just a positive experience overall.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, speaking of positive experiences, when I was listening to the Cousins Collectibles podcast, I wanted to just bring this up because it's it's kind of an afterthought coming out of national. And cousin Tony asked a great question to cousin Oz, and he said, "You know, you're kind of a shy guy. So when you go up to people who are dealers at the national, you're trying to strike up a deal. Where is that shyness coming from? Like, where is that or that trepidation coming from when you're oh, good in a, in a, word? Yeah, that the, well, their words. I mean, they, that's how they were setting it up." And I was like, that is such a great question because everybody goes through that, whether it's in a trade, whether it's with a dealer trying to buy a card, you know, whatever situation you're in. And I just thought that was a great question. And the way Oz answered it so openly and honestly, I feel like that's the type of thing that a podcast platform gives you an opportunity to discuss and that we want to also discuss, you know, similar topics. So, um, and basically what came out of. You know where does that trepidation come from for Oz was that you know just believing in your cards believing in your own ability having confidence and he was sometimes saying that he you know doesn't have a certain level of confidence in those deals in those situations in those negotiations which I think is you know everybody's concern to a different degree and what they, what they came out of it with a solution was just putting yourself in the situations more often. And, you know, cause it's uncomfortable. It's not easy, you know, and I've, I've gotten carried away by the excitement of the moment and not made the smartest decisions in those times too. Uh, you know, like at Burbank, when I, when I traded the tiger for the two birds, uh, the tiger rookie auto, in a BGS 95 for the flawless bird that I got and the impeccable bird that I got. Um, that was a one of one that I then traded for my new flawless one of one bird at the national. But I, I was so excited in that situation that I overvalued the cards that I wanted because I was so juiced and it was affecting my thinking power.
1: Are you trying to tell me that you're reflecting on that, Tiger bird trade with a a little, maybe not regret, but you would have done it a little differently.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it all worked Uh, out in the end, though, right? Because you were able to use that bird to get the new one. But yes, I get what you're saying. I I lost
0: a moment. I lost a thousand dollars of value in that in that trade. You know, because I when I traded into it at three k, and I traded out of it at two k. But thankfully, because I had that Trevor Lawrence XRC rookie auto numbered out of ninety nine, that I had a thousand dollar profit in. I said, if I pair these two together, this major win and this major loss, I'll come out even. Even Stevens. So I, I got I got myself out of it, but it took a while. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know, sometimes thinking about this card and I was like, how am I going to get out of this? Because <laughs> I think I'm into it high. Well, you know, and- sometimes if you uh, prep, the payoff of patience leads to digging yourself out of a hole. Oh my gosh, was that two titles back to back that we've done? Maybe. When you when you're gifted, you're just gifted. Yeah. I, mean, I, I tell people
1: who are new listeners to the podcast, what I like is that if you listen to any of our episodes at any time, I think it's still timely.
0: Yeah. I yeah. stand point. by that. Um, that's a good point. but yeah, uh, so yeah. That, that's that's what I wanted to put out there in a response to that great question and great answer by the cousins. Was that because they, they mentioned me, you know, in there and they're like, oh, and then Carmine's over here doing deals for a, a flawless one of one bird and a, and a, and a, and a, and a triple auto, you know, magic bird and Dr. J, you know, 1980. And, you know, they're like, it, it, it seems easy, I guess, to them that I, that I was, it, which is not like the best thing in the world, but I mean, these were two cards I was really going after. And so they're, they're kind of saying that I, that they're impressed and which I appreciate, but it, it's like, uh, it's not like there's no emotions that come along with that just because you're able to make it happen. Like the way, like you are so much more, you know, engaging with the dealers than I am. I'm much more shy from what I noticed. You know, I like to look, I'll, I'll strike up a conversation if I really like something, but that doesn't mean you can't get a deal done just because your personality is a little bit different, you know. Yeah. So, well,
1: I, I can relate to that. I think, I think I'm uh, situationally introverted. So, like if I'm around, mm-hmm. if I'm around some people who maybe like, I feel like I want to take a step back, or I can't mm-hmm. really carry this conversation, I kind of just sit back and I observe and I listen. But when yeah. I find myself in a situation where I'm extremely comfortable, like in the classroom in front of my students. Or on the soccer field, coaching my teams or with my cards, making a trade because I'm extremely, I'm I'm just, this isn't me like trying to say like, I'm a know-it-all. I've been collecting cards for 25 years. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know my collection collection so well. I know the values. I know the math and everything that all I have to do is combine the knowledge that I already have with the people skills that I practice every single day. And I've created this environment where I am extremely comfortable. Yeah. That's not me all the time in life, but in right. those moments when I'm dealing when, when I'm like engaging with a dealer, I've already yeah. made a little bit of conversation, I got my eye on the prize and I know what I have, it's just it's just comfortable for me
0: personally. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's great it's great mm-hmm. to have a space where you can feel that comfort, you know. Uh, but it's only from knowing that you have the ability to do it. And you wouldn't know that unless you did it. So, it's kind of like a step by step um, you know, slow progression, and you know, was not this on the have, faction? Not that we've arrived. Yes, the faction. Okay. Shane, Shane, sports card nobody, which uh, was great to see him. Oh, I, and, funny, and, and funny little tidbit.
1: About, funny tidbit about Shane. So, do you know at the national there was the sports card investor booth had their kids corner. Yes. Where it was just a bunch of kids on the floor. At one yes. point during national, I had to walk right through there. And on the floor, it's kid, 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 kid. Boom, there's Shane just sitting right in the middle of it. <laughs> like, oh, Shane. Wow. How's, kids tra- how's kids' trade day going?
0: Was he was he making deals or what was um, what was he doing?
1: You know what? In hindsight,
0: I know his I nephew. He was talking yeah, about his I know. Nephew. I re- yeah. I
1: realized at this this is the very moment in time that I'm realizing he was probably hopefully with his nephew. Right. But to just see to just see Shane in the middle of the floor with a bunch of people was very funny. But it was great to meet Shane after already yeah. only speaking to him virtually. Um, Great guy, very passionate about wrestling, and so yes, yeah, yes. To see him in and person.
0: Uh, you know, if what if he was like talking about on his podcast, he's like, "Look at all these great deals I got trading at the sports card." No, <laughs> no, no, I, I know, I know. uh From two seconds of talking to Shane, he would never be fleecing kids uh, for yeah, yeah, sure at a, at a trade night. That was great that he was with his nephew. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, great. Great. that's great. That's great. And then uh, he had some funny stories on uh, on the faction about going out to eat and the dress code and stuff like that. It's a good yeah. good episode. And that was the same episode that the cousins mentioned. Um, you know this stuff too. So shout yeah. out to those three guys. That's good stuff for sure. So I heard because you know, I heard people
1: say at national they felt uncomfortable in the big crowds, trying to maneuver around people, and I'm. I guess spoiled in the sense that I live in New York City and that's just every single day for me. Yeah. But I could totally understand not feeling comfortable engaging in dealers, feeling a little socially awkward walking around in these big crowds. I get it. I definitely get it. So that's why I don't know, try I try to just make conversation with people when we go to shows and, and whatnot.
0: Yeah. And isn't it great when I feel like, you know, we'll 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 go on from this topic in a second, but I just think it's so important to talk about these Emotions that go along with the hobby too. And I just feel like when you find somebody who has a card that you like that you're really trying to go after and they have a a understanding demeanor and your understanding of them and you see where they're coming from and, you know, you're speaking about it in a friendly understanding way during your deal and nobody's trying to get one over on the person. It's surprisingly easy to make deals you know, I think, and I think it's just like, like one of the guys that Oz dealt with, you know, he was mentioning a dealer that, you know, wasn't easiest to work with, but at the end of the day, you know, if you, if you take out cards that you're trying to trade, right. Which I, I ended up doing later in the show and actually end up working out and they cousin Oz and Tony were talking about how you might feel bad if somebody rejects your cards, you know, I, I can, I can. It takes me two hands to name the number of times that somebody said, nah, I'm not interested in that's not none of that's for me. You know, Uh, it was probably ten times somebody said that to me at the show. (laughs) Nice. But but you know, that's fine. I don't at the end of the day, I think of it like exactly part of the game. It's like the game, don't hate the player, hate the game. Thank you. Boom. That that, no, no, but that ties in perfectly with our re up attitude that we want to have for our you know, episode title. Yeah. But I think that it's, it's like you said, it's part of the game. Or in other words, in the NBA, when somebody gets traded or something like that, it's business. It's not yeah. personal. Right. So trying to think of it like that, yeah. you know, even though it's, it's much easier said than done. Cause you're like, I love these cards. I, I, you know, it's, it's almost like a wardrobe. Like it's your taste when you're trying to trade stuff, you know? Yeah. But exactly. no, it's well said.
1: Yeah. Very well said. Um, you met Andrew, who works for Slab Stocks. Yeah. yeah St. Croix Cards.
0: Oh, great guy. Sent- yeah, one of the nicest guys one you could of, meet.
1: One of the nicest guys. And then Cherry on top, he sends me a gift through the mail that arrived yesterday. He said, Check your mail. You got something coming for you. And no way. he just completely surprised me with the 2022 National Treasures FIFA Road to World Cup. Weston McKinney, one of one printing plate. What? Wow. Just- Showed up in my mailbox. I mean, you want to talk, wow. about, talk about the type of card that I probably would make a play for anyway if I saw it? And boom, Wes McKinney wow. 101. This is a forever PC card. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, what a nice guy. And he's going to be in our uh, in our national vlog. But he's going to be in part two, though. Nice. He, I, I talked to him after you left to ask him about his... Mentality toward being so nice to everybody, (laughs) you know, because this guy's niceness and encouragement is like flooring. Um, You can't fake it. You can't fake
1: being that nice for four days. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But you know, he's genuine.
0: His positive attitude, that flame will never be extinguished. Mm. It, it, you know. So that's why I was like, I got to talk to him. So uh, thankfully, he 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 gave a great message to uh, the hobby on the vlog. But um, you know. Craig some were saying that I am relaxing per the Uh-oh. title. Uh-oh. But I just got a PSA submission back. Oh that was supposed it, I was supposed to get this PSA submission before the national. But unfortunately, I think they had a lot of delays because of people trying to submit a lot of cards and get them back before the national, exactly what I was doing. So, you know, I'm not too upset about it, but I would have liked to have this one to trade this Joe burrow select rookie premier level tie dye numbered out of 25. Uh, I submitted it. It got a PSA eight, which Mm I was hoping for a nine, but wasn't the cleanest, but this would be something that I feel like would move instantly in a trade. Or this is, this is, this is liquid cardboard right here. And at a $500 or so value, Maybe, maybe more. I haven't checked the comp since I got it like three months ago. Uh, but I would have liked to have that. But, you know, now I have a guy to bet on during the football season or trade now. Did you, for this
1: submission, by the way, did you do a blind review or did you check the grades beforehand?
0: No, I did a blind review. Good I, uh, for you. Good for thanks. you. I don't, I don't have that in me. No <laughs> chance. Well, I submitted it with my buddy Jack from uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. Shout out to the cavemen. That's their <laughs> high school mascot. Nice. There's there's only like six cavemen in the uh, in the high school system in the country. I did a story on the Grants Pass cavemen. They they never surrender is their phrase. Okay. But anyway, good, good anyway, for them. anyway. So uh, Jack didn't surrender when he was trying to help me get these grades back. He wouldn't. Well, I asked him. I said, "Listen, don't tell me. Don't reveal them. You know, don't tell me what I got." He's like, "I got you. I got you." So I got them in the mail, and my heart was pounding. Honestly, when I was, which is part of the fun of it, you know, sure. uh, which made me less upset because it was so exciting. But um, the other one that I got back, I got three back in total. Oh, this Dwayne Wade rookie jambalaya PSA eight, which I was surprised. The centering's great. The surface looked really nice. The back oh, is. The corners it, look pristine. I mean, it's guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> ten corners on these at Beckett, guaranteed. Nah, no, just kidding. But it, usually, you're right. I know that's, that's cool, your. I know that's your theory. But an eight is still pretty good because these cards are so fragile. Like the way the back is, the border really gets whitened very easily. Mm-hmm. So to get an eight in this, I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I would have liked a nine. It's
1: nice to have but, it slabbed up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. It's a great rookie Jambalaya D. Wade.
1: Iconic. If, if we're talking
0: Come on, some that's the most a great...
1: iconic inserts ever, I mean, Jambalaya's oh. right up
0: there. Yeah, so got that raw, and it looked great. I still think it's a nine, but anyway, it's nicer than some eight fives I've seen at Beckett. So this is the final one. You might be surprised about this grade. It was higher than I thought. The Patrick Ewing Ultimate Signatures auto 0304 the set i'm eventually hoping to complete little by little
1: very nice and it got a
0: psa 9 we'll take that all day that is, Which,
1: yeah that's so nice
0: for those that's nice
1: yeah patrick ewing autographs are worth way more than i anticipated i guess he just doesn't sign a lot
0: no he he hardly ever signs he only a has really a few, few he only has a few autographs i had one that i traded for the magic and bird duel at a $500 value nice yeah, it was. Well, uh, pretty fun. Authentic.
1: It's fun to get some fresh ammo back. I mean, how much would that really have affected your decision making at national? I don't know, but at least you have some uh, fresh cards to play with.
0: Yeah, and I didn't have to do anything to get them. I just had to wait.
1: Very nice. So, yeah, I have a couple. To- I know. I feel like I've been hogging the pickups, but I have a couple more that I shared with you already. Oh, but thanks. this was a 2013, 14 Panini in- Intrigue. This is when I went to the card shop. That's 10 minutes from me. 10 minute walk. Alex's MVP. Yeah, I picked up a bunch of patches. Um, this was that yep. Deron Williams, <laughs> Chris Paul, Raymond Felton triple game worn patch out of twenty
0: five. Raymond Felton on the Knicks is the key.
1: Yes, not not quite enough Knicks ish for me to keep. Right, right. But it's a cool one to have. And again, situational buying. Yes, I got the John Elway because I'm going to Denver, which will go yep. nicely with this Denver Nuggets triple. Game one Ooh, that out is of twenty five. Cool. Kenneth Farid, Gallinari, yeah. Ty Lawson. So yeah. I'll, I'll go to a card shop. Hopefully, he's, hopefully in Denver, there's not a big New York Knicks, you
0: know, fan crowd there. So you never yeah. know. I might find a
1: cool PC card, and I have a couple Denver cards to trade for it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And you know, don't forget, Darren Williams for a few years there was one of the best point guards in the league. Stephen A. Smith said that. No, he no, but that's true. That is a fact for for uh, a few years there with Carlos Boozer in Utah. Yep, and then he was the main guy on the uh, Brooklyn Nets, but then he kind of, you know, got a little bit older. But Ooh, that Nets Brooklyn. team, all time
1: on paper team,
0: yeah, was that Wait, Garnett, Garnett, uh, Pierce. Pierce, Brooke
1: Lopez, Joe Johnson, dron Williams, yeah, all time on paper team. What if?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, too much scoring, too much, too many, too many guys who need the ball,
1: mm-hmm. and then that's traded the house for that.
0: Yeah, we'll see oh, what happens uh, with the Warriors because the Warriors are kind of loading up in that way. I mean, not, yeah. I mean not the Warriors, the Suns. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basketball season starting soon. I'm excited,
0: but uh, it always shocks me how quick it comes. Football, and then a month and a half after basketball.
1: I have one speculative play that I made. Okay. Uh,
0: also, when I went to the card shop near me,
1: this card caught my eye, uh, Kang in Lee, He is a South Korean midfielder Okay. who transferred to, not transferred, got signed by PSG. You don't mess I didn't any. realize this
0: was going to be a soccer speculation. I was thinking rookie football quarterback.
1: And this was solely, I thought it was a good deal. I'm going to try to sell to make profit. It was a okay. flip play. Okay, have got to fund my yeah. hobby, and this is his 2019-2020 uh, Tops Chrome Sapphire. Uh, the yellow refractor out of 99. This is a rookie card. And the most recent raw sale did like 350 and they had a price tag for 150 So wow. I couldn't really turn that down, but the fun part about it is I don't know if he's going to start, but PSG has their first game of the season on Saturday, and this is ending on auction Sunday night on eBay, and it already has – so many watchers oh because
0: so. you you put it up you put your own card up you're saying
1: oh yeah i put this is on ebay right now
0: okay okay and, and i'm bit rolling, on rolling it. the dice she, yeah, did I take a loss
1: it. it was a learning lesson hopefully good for uh, you
0: but you usually don't that's usually where you shine with the mbappe and what was the other auction you had ending perfect uh, timing? Steph curry steph curry that
1: helped me pay for uh, my wife's
0: one year anniversary gift Let's see Yeah, And so thoughtful with the money, thoughtful with the move to make that money. And then thoughtful with the money. Am am I making a point to say that because my wife's in the background? Maybe, but (laughs) it sounds like, it sounds like you're trying to re up,
1: (laughs) Um, but that's all I got for you. That's all I got. It's all my pickups.
0: That's great. Solid bro. Good stuff. Well, I uh, think that that is a solid episode right there. Some thoughts, some card moves, you know the vlog coming soon. We got uh can't wait for that. Some things that are in the works, and all the Wolfpack members are going to be featured heavily in the vlogs. I didn't know if they knew that they were going to be primary characters, but you know, me and you were are all, in it a lot, obviously. But
1: we're all protagonists.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. for the most for the most part. For the most like part. that, the English
1: literary word right there.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff, bro. All right, well, we'll keep yeah. figuring out how we're gonna revive no relax i keep thinking of uh rewords that are similar to it and and or re-up while we uh wait for the next episode
1: okay till next time all right bro peace